Welcome to Behind the Fiction, the book lovers podcast, where we deliver interviews, insights, and ideas to passionate book lovers who want to stay in the stories they love. I'm Alexa Larberg, and this is episode 68, The Timeline Show. You are going to love this episode. You're going to hear from Indy Roberts, Grace, and your very own Michael Anderley. Let's get to the show. Well, welcome everyone to Behind the Fiction. In this episode of Behind the Fiction, we have a special episode with a lot of guests and the possibility of a special guest popping in. We're not sure whether or not that's going to happen, but we're going to be talking about the Critharian Gambit timeline which is something that's been around for a while and has evolved and has just been reintroduced. So on my screen, I'm going to introduce three people to you on my screen in the order that I see them in my screen, which is author N.D. Roberts, Nat Roberts. Hey. N.D. Roberts or Nat is sort of, she kind of takes the place of Michael's brain when there are questions that come up about what happened here and and there and, and involved in the canon for the Critharian Gambit. It's sometimes difficult to get Michael's time, like, you know, for podcasts like this. And so Nat is the person that we go to for that. Kelly O'Donnell is the next person that I see on my screen. And Kelly... Hi. Kelly helped to build the original Critharian Gambit timeline, and the person that makes all this happen technically is Grace Snoke, and Grace is with us as well, and so she's the one who built it all into the website, and this is live on the website now, so you'll be able to see it by going to lmbpn.com, looking for those little menu buttons at the top, and there's one that says timeline, but we're going to show it to you here. But let's get started with Kelly. Kelly, when did the need for the timeline actually come up? The official need or my need? (laughs) (laughs) However, whatever triggered it to start? Um, That would be my OCD. It was driving me crazy not to know what order to read these books in. I guess it was... TKG 12 or 13, I think it was. Um, So I found some program online and I am not tech savvy in any way, shape or form. And after finally figuring it out after like a month of playing with this thing, I wasn't able to do it by book. It ended up being by series. Some of you may have seen it. It used to be the old printable one, which became really, really not printable. Um, And it was, yeah, it all started from my OCD. And then I started with JIT and it was like, okay, well we can slap this one in here and this one in here, just trying to figure out where everything went. And for people who aren't intimately familiar with the Critharian Gambit universe, when Kelly says there was a need to put these things in order around book 12, you might be thinking, how hard could that be? Because it's one, two, three. But by the time we got to 12, it wasn't just the Critharian Gambit series. There were other series that had sprung up and that were taking place in the, in the, in the universe. And people were wondering, okay, at what point do I go over and read this series by Craig Martell or read this series by Justin Sloan or read this series by C.M. Raymond and Ellie Barbant? So that's is that what we're talking about for the that triggered the OCD for you? And let me apologize now. We have roofers overhead, and I'm hoping you don't hear much of this. 
but I apologize for the bonus noise that you're getting in this episode. So Kelly, is that what triggered the OCD for you? That's exactly what it was. I, I had caught up with TKG and saw these other series that were Catharian and it was, I started reading them. I'm like, well, wait a minute, that would, well, that should have read that like six books ago, you know, and it was just getting them in order to keep the characters and who was where, when, just keeping them straight. And your official role within LMBPN Publishing was what at this time when you just decided I'm going to throw myself into this project? I was just a JITer. I had just started JITing. And for those who don't know, that's the proofreading team looking for those pesky typos. Um, and it was just, I was reading them before they were coming out. And I was like, no, no, wait a minute. That, that, that should have been back there. You know, what are we doing with it now? And it was just getting them into order. Cause I knew if I was struggling with it and wondering where they went, other people probably were too. Okay, so we had we had this timeline with you, and then there was a desire by some people in the JIT team, which is an entirely volunteer organization, um, but some people in the team thought, wouldn't it be cool if we had like something that was a little bit more interactive, where we could click on something and it would take us to the book? So there was a process where another timeline was built, and for a while we had two separate timelines going. So what was that like? We did. It was, I did not, that one was well above my abilities to manipulate tech. Just, yeah, well above it. Um, so the gentleman that was taking care of that one, it was a lot of back and forth between us, making sure, you know, we were keeping them updated together. Um, one being, of course, the interactive clickable one. And then the one that was originally supposed to be printable. It's just a lot of back and forth to make sure everything was placed where it was supposed to be on both of them and that the, when you click that the links worked um, and that they were updated at the same time. And at what point did we did the whole thing sort of collapse under its its own weight? Because, again, this was an entire volunteer army that was doing this. And all of a sudden we've gone from pushing or publishing you know, maybe one or two Cartharian books a month to a lot more. A whole lot more. Um, really, life just got in the way. And then I got a new computer and lost the program. <laughs> so could, it was like, oh, I probably should have backed that up. But, you know, <laughs> that tech savvy thing again, or lack of. And it just fell through the wayside, and that was it. And then we went with... Um, the word documents that are under the file tabs in, or under the file tab in the groups, mm -hmm. um, which are printable. If you guys look there, the one page, it's all it takes. Not pretty, not, you know, special, certainly not clickable, but you could print it and it was right there. And they are even still now kept up to date. And we all just right, went with that until we decided on what we have now. And so what we had now was this has been a process for a while. There, there had been a lot of discussion like oh, we need to do another timeline. We need to update the timeline because we're getting emails constantly like when are you going to up, update the timeline kind of thing. What order do I read these books in? So at what point um, did, did you and the people that you worked with 
to, to build this new timeline, take this on. So when did this project start, the new one? Mm. That's about six months ago, wasn't it? Yeah, I was going to say like five, six months ago, Nat was working with me on it. So let me ask the question, was it pre-COVID, post-COVID, b- b- way before COVID? Oh, pre. Yeah, definitely pre. pre. So for people who don't know, we have a surprise guest who has popped in and um, started asking questions out of the blue. Like, oh, well, when did he get here? When did Mr. Anderley get here? <laughs> Hello, everyone. How are you all doing? Welcome to the podcast. So, so Kelly... Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, and it was pre. It was pre-COVID. It was pre-COVID. Um, I think the conversation originated between Nat and Michael, and I got kind of dragged into it a little bit. Not Ooh. sure how that one happened, but <laughs> it was you fun didn't to take work one on. Step back and say, you know, "Whoever's interested, take one was? step forward." And you didn't move backwards. <laughs> oh man, I'll have to work on that one. All right, so now I've I've got a question, and this is going to bring Nat into the conversation as well as Michael. So when when we're building this timeline, there's all of this. You'll see it. We're going to show it in a little bit, and when you go to the website to look at it, it's broken out into different pieces now, but it's very elaborate, and there's a lot of stuff going on. And at what point did Mr. Anderley decide, I'm not answering these questions anymore. We need we need someone else who knows all of this stuff to start answering these questions uh, probably before like it probably started with i'd like to do a timeline or the fans are asking for timelines or what about a, the continuing the timeline and i said not me has anyone noticed how i suck at calendars a- anyone <laughs> anyone <laughs> and so i'd probably at that point uh if either Nat, i can't remember the exact nat do you remember if you asked me or if it was yeah. more like tap you on the shoulder and say hey <laughs> Well, I, at the time, I was taking care of, like, gathering everybody in for you. And it was like, okay, we need this resource. And oh, you're to blame. I'm to blame. <laughs> I'm like, hey, we need this resource. And not only do we need these re- this resource, but the resource that the fans have needs to be... Updated. Updated, usable, user-friendly, just... <laughs> no, we, we we try to go for user antagonistic. <laughs> yeah, but no, I, I yeah, that, that sounds about right because there was probably the request because Cartherian Gambit has gotten so large, so unwieldy, and so many fans, you know, are really completionists, I guess you could say. They're the ones who like to read, read in order, understand where things are. And we hadn't had that from a while from the, you know, the last couple um, from John who had, uh, I think it was John, right? Who had really helped bring the one that we had to bear so far. Yeah, it was John Razor, who was another member of JIT, who was the technical brain behind the clickable website that we, or clickable timeline that we were talking about a few minutes ago. Okay. Anyway, so regardless, thank you all for making this happen. Uh, It wouldn't have gotten done with me. Yes. And so Nat, as as we sort of mentioned in the beginning, Nat, there are some people in JIT, Kelly being one of them, Nat being another, who just have this incredible amount of information about the Cartharian universe in their brains. And so we needed people to go ask exactly when does this take place and where should this be? I mean, this is in the age of expansion. 
but it's you know kind of ties in here and bethany ann is in this book and how do, how do you keep all that stuff in your brain that I have a very particular set of skills. No. <laughs> um, it, it's just what I do, you know? Um, I I just hold the whole thing in my head and pull it out as um, people need it. And working especially towards the end of the timeline now where all the different series are starting to intersect again. It's just, it's incredible. And I don't do it by myself. Kelly, Kelly's there. Kelly is my is just my, my like guardian angel. Um, yeah, no, it's it's a team effort. We all do it together. I think right, I now so know how come Kelly didn't take one step back. Yes, well, Kelly never takes a step back. Which she is, doesn't. Which she's a great not thing about Kelly. Kind of person, you are not. She's not. She's wonderful. She's like, ah, let's do this. I'm gonna practice taking one step back. Here's your warning. All right. So Kelly, walk us through the process of organizing this. So there's there are a couple different things that are going on. There's there's some information that we already had because we had a, a timeline that you know we lost track of that but it was there a lot of the information was there but we yeah. chose to do you know do it in a completely different way so technically there was work that needed to be done and we needed to bring in an artist to help to put it all together so how did that go did you kind of like create like a word document or something with lines and arrows and give it to someone or something else actually use the suggested reading order lists that's in the group we, we based it off of that. Um, it had everything from the old timelines. Everything was in order. And then as we are reading in JIT, any new material, we slot it where it's supposed to go. If there's anything that tells us where it's supposed to go. Um, and then Nat got with Michael and we got Jeff Brown to actually create the images of the new timeline. And Nat and I got wonderful, fantastic weekly, weekly waffle sessions as we were watching Jeff do all the work and we just based it off those reading order lists. See, she's already learning one step back. <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, thank you. Thank you. All right. And then we get into the situation where Grace gets involved because it's, it's one thing to say we have this information now but now it needs to be turned into various web pages and links need to work and uh, covers need to be put in the right place. So, so but, Nat's, you, I don't know if you guys can see this. Nat is shaking her head. So j jump in here, Nat, and let me know what um, I'm missing. Okay. So uh, we had, we had Jeff, Jeff, Jeff placed all the covers. So Je Kelly and oh, did I okay. all were right. sitting in these meetings with Jeff and part we, she says we were waffling. We were waffling, but as well, we, we were, we were placing all these covers and not just in linear order, but to show where there is crossover between series, which series are standalone, which, I mean, we, we couldn't show crossover between ages, but that's the only one. Um, and then all that. And, and, and then Grace did, I, Grace did magic. All right, Grace. So first off, say hi to everybody, and then can you share your screen and show us sort of the highest level uh, version of the uh, for those of you listening on the podcast version you can go you can this will be also be available on on youtube and i'm sure we'll share it on facebook as well 
Uh, and you can find the timeline by going to the LMBPN website and clicking the timeline button. But Grace, can you, can you share your screen and show us the highest level version of that, of that timeline? Yeah, I can do that. One second. I was afraid that she was going to because she's hadn't been speaking. I'm like, but she's not on mute. <laughs> I'm quiet. I can be quiet some days. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and none of us have experienced that. But uh, yeah, we, we, we all we all believe her. So, Grace, can you kind of walk us through what we're seeing here and? You know, right right now we see just the top part of it, but it kind of expands a bit beyond that. Yeah, so you see the top part here, and you can see where the hand is. It kind of, this allows you to click on the images. I'm not going to click just yet, but as you scroll down, each one is a different image. Um, and each image takes you to a different timeline. Different this age. one here yeah. doesn't work yet because, well, it doesn't exist yet. I'm not making so, any promises as to when it's going to exist either. <laughs> so, so Michael mentioned that these are different ages. The images all represent different ages within the Cartharian Gambit. So, Michael, can you talk for a minute about how these different ages came to be? Yeah, sure. So the first series, you know, Cartharian Gambit, 21 books. And then what we wanted to do is I wanted to go from near Earth over to the future. And so in order to do that, we started breaking up timelines for, you know, what's happening here after the world's worst day ever, which is after book 21 of the Carthurian Gambit, you know, and then so the age of expansion, which is the second one that Grace is showing with the long ship, that's kind of what's happening over with everybody where the queen bitch is, you know, the empress. And then we go down to TKG Endgame, which technically exists after the age of expansion, so, you know, it continues that timeline of what's going on. But when we go past Endgame, we are actually back at Earth. And so as we scroll past TKG Endgame, we start talking about the Age of Madness, which is after Terry Henry's Chronicles and after uh, some of Justin's books. And then we go into the Age of Madness. There's about, I think, 80-ish years. Nat, do you know the total number? Or is it 80-ish? Yeah. Close enough. <laughs> um, so it's... It's 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 eighty years. It's okay. going from and ends with like WWE, like two thirty-five. Did we say? Sure, that sounds fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> like so. we said, there are people who have this stuff in their brains, and there are other people who don't. <laughs> oh, we have a spreadsheet as well, Steve. Which is <laughs> So right before the Age of Madness is really what happens right there at, at book 21. Bethany Ann comes back. She grips Michael. She puts the shield around, and then they leave. And that effectively ends what's going on and starts Age of Madness. And then at the end of Age of Madness is Age of Magic, which is still Earth-based. And so, you know, we're following Earth at this Age of Magic part. And then, of course, we have Endgame, which technically is higher in this particular list, but is happening both during the age of madness, during the age of madness and then, or magic, excuse me. And then, you know, we will then get to Endgame. And Endgame to give a, a popular nomenclature is very similar to like an Avengers movie. You make so lots of, movie. lots of characters coming in together at the end. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. All right, so let's go up to the top, and, and Grace, let's look at the Cretharian Gambit timeline. All right. 
Nice photo. Nice image there. It was great watching Jeff just create these as well because he, he painted all the background images on. And it was like, we just kept saying it was a bit like watching Bob Ross. So, really <laughs> Nat, was, kind yeah. of explain the first arc, and and as Grace kind of scrolls through here, you know, we've got some some other books that were written during this time, and that 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 take place during this time that some people don't know are really a part of you know the whole series. Sorry, was that directed at me? I missed the question. I was yeah. So, <laughs> what, what's the but what's the difference between the first arc, the second arc, the third arc? Okay, so well, we have the first arc here, and this line that goes down the side—that's that's to show that they're all together. And then we have the box around the fans' right books. So this is to show that while they are technically part of what's going on here, they're not actually connected. So we'll see that as we go down the timeline. So we have this line going down the side for the connected books, and then the boxes around the standalone books. So, yeah, the, so, like, so the, the first, first arc represents Earth, right? You'll yeah. notice in the eighth book, which is that we will build, that's when they leave Earth. So that starts the second arc. And we have um, the, and, and then so we see here, we see more in, in, in the second arc. We can see so the Boris books come in around Sue for peace. So these books are running consecutively in the timeline. They're, they're not consecutively, simultaneously in the timeline. So if you're reading and you want to read completely linearly, you are willing to come out of the Bethany Ann books to go and read along the timeline. This That's how you find out where to go next. I just think that whoever created this concept of uh, multiple books during multiple timelines should be shot. Yes. <laughs> One step forward, Mr. Underley. <laughs> Hell no. I'm one running that way. Well, well done. Well done, Nat. <laughs> okay. And then for the third arc, we, we see that three-year gap. Oh, goodness. Yes. There are many gaps. Mm. <laughs> um, but we just showed the main gaps, the ones that actually affect the reading. Um so as we can see, like in this three-year gap, there's no Bethany Ann happening, but we have the Lies of the Bellatrix book. We have the, the Bellatrix book and the Stephen and Jennifer series, and the first three of the Alpha class books occur within that three-year gap. Yeah, so Bethany Ann is a, a figure in these books. She's not a main figure. And by the way, ladies, that's really I really like that red. That's really cool. Thank you. <laughs> And can we just point out that uh, Alpha Class 3 is the first book that you see in the timeline with the name N.D. Roberts, which obviously is Nat, who's been, who's been talking about this. She was also part of uh, some of those fans' rights books up, up above. That was two steps forward at that point. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Nat also has not learned how to... Uh, <laughs> No, Nat, Nat ties the blindfold on and jumps in feet first, and that will never change. Okay, let's go down to the third arc. There we have what Michael mentioned was the world's worst day ever that triggered all kinds of other things. Yeah, um, we'd just like to note that in Alpha Class 4 here, that actually shows the gate crossing. So when we've been able to find an actual event, we can list 
we've 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 put it there. So you see how we've put the gate crossing with Alpha Class Four, and then World's Worst Day ever gets the explosion because it's an yes. event. Yes, yes, and and it, maybe this is assumed, and maybe it's not. Um, but it, all of these books are clickable. So if yeah. you click on one of those books, it will take you to Amazon um, where you can grab the book if you haven't already read it. And it'll take you to the Amazon in your country. So that's even better. And that's even your better. magic. Fantastic. That was the magic. It's amazing. Save money. Get into KU. <laughs> and so we see the the Nomad books turning yeah. up here after the after the – world's worst day ever and those are books between uh, written with uh, craig and, and michael uh that was a completely new series of 11 books um and that's kind of where some of the real confusion started kicking in amongst people like when does all this how does all this fit together and then we see a new series um the akio series down here um from uh, charles tillman and and michael and all the way down to the bottom, we've got the 150 years later, and we see the series that Michael mentioned earlier of, uh, from, from Justin Sloan and Michael. And we see the, the individual books that were written because an author did something that he didn't realize he didn't realize the impact oh, of that. Have to and this. so an entirely new series needed to be written to appease the fans and set up this fabulous ending to the first 21 books in the, with the simultaneous release of Life Goes On and Dawn Arrives. So that, uh, that particular title of that particular series, The Dark Messiah, should, should, be, should be subtitled, I'm Really, Really, Really Sorry. <laughs> And if you don't know what we're talking about, we're not going to tell you. But if you're reading the books in order and something happens that makes you throw your Kindle against the wall, uh, just be aware that it's not as bad as you think. Keep reading. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Well done, Grace. Okay. So let's go back to the, uh, to the main screen. Oh, is, is, the, is that it for this one? It looks like it is. That's it. Okay. I so just wanted to mention to the... really quick, there's little gaps in here. Because we couldn't put the whole image in without it becoming really, really tiny. Because WordPress will shrink the images. So we had to cut them. And then the program that we're using to add in the links puts the little gaps in. And there was no way I could fix that. <laughs> it looks okay. It looks, it looks good. beautiful. It just yeah, looks beautiful. Yeah, I like it. I mean, it really it kind of breaks up the various arcs. I just like well, when I was first saying to Mike what we what would be ideal, and we didn't even know that we could get this great clickableness in. It it's amazing. It okay. So let's, I knew let's, how let's... to do the clickable part, but not in WordPress. Like I'd been coding image maps for years, but not within WordPress. So I had to actually go and research how do I make this happen. <laughs> Okay, so in, in the age of expansion, now you, you see that book at the top, Gateway to the Universe. That's where s some of the characters in Justin and Michael's series and Craig and Michael's series go off into space. And, that, and then the characters from uh, Terry Henry Walton evolve into space into a new series called Bad Company. And a favorite 
character or some favorite characters from the Cretharian Gambit have their own series with the um, with the the what I always call the Tabitha theor- series, the Tabitha and Nikki series that you see on the far right, and we see uh, the beginning of the Cretharian Endgame on on the left, and then Craig's series, Attorneys in Space, <laughs> Judge <laughs> Judge Jury. <laughs> And ex- judge jury and ex- is, is it judge jury and executioner? I, I think it is. Yes. yes. Um, so that that turns up here as well. So yeah, go ahead and keep scrolling. Attorneys in space. That's, I've got to use that to him. <laughs> okay, a couple things in there on the left that you may not notice. So scroll up just a smidge. So we have two books in here between Cretharian in-game books that are sort of a part of the Cretharian in-game. They're sort of like a point five books, and they involve the children of Bethany Ann. And uh, those are Keep Your Friends Close and If All Else Fails. And, and those, again, you can see were, were written by Nat and Michael. So this is, they're a part of the Cretharian in-game, and they do fit perfectly in the timeline, but there are people who don't realize it because they don't show up in the Cretharian in-game series list. So if you haven't read those, uh, definitely check those out. Yeah, so if you happen to love those books, that Nat wrote them. If you happen to hate those books, um, wrote them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's scroll down. Let's scroll down, Grace. Okay, and, and you can see the current Cretharian Gambit book, or the most recent Cretharian Gambit book, uh, Return of the Queen here. And then if you scroll down even further, we see a lot Ooh. more. So these are the standalone series within the Age of Expansion. So while they are all wonderful series, they're not connected to what we would call like the universal plot. So the plot that's running through all the way from death becomes her all the way to the mysterious checkmate. But each of these series found their, their own audience, some of which were Cretharian Gambit readers and some of which came to the Cretharian Gambit through these series. So people would, would read, for example, um, uh, Rebirth or uh, scroll up to the top of that section there. What's the first book in the uh, Awakened? And, oh, this is great. And, oh, it, this actually came from another universe. So people would come to the Cretharian Gambit through books like Awakened and Formation and Vigilante and Gravity Storm. So this, for from a publisher perspective, these allowed more people to find out about the, the series or, or the universe and people who were coming from the Cretharian Gambit universe and the Bethany Ann books could still experience even more of the Cretharian Gambit by uh, stretching it out and reading, reading more of these books. So that's a, and it just so happens that while you're mentioning this, the Awakened, the Ascension myth, uh, Ellie Clark led that. She's the main writer on that series. And that particular box set is going on for 99 cents right now. All of them. (laughs) And selling extremely well. So that is, if you scroll down, that's 12 books. For ninety nine cents, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, some of well, those styles. Books. It, yeah, it does not include the the two that obvious where the covers don't fit. Those those are <laughs> a different series that are kind of like point five books that fit in between um, the other books. 
So it's the 12 books in the Ascension Myth series that are on sale for 99 cents. So if you don't have that or if you haven't read them all, go and check that out. And of course, uh, those, like all Cretharian Gambit books, are available through Kindle Unlimited. All right, so let's go back, Grace. Age of Madness. Also known as, no freaking way am I writing a horror story. (laughs) (laughs) Neither am I. (laughs) <laughs> All right, so here we see um, – what Michael, how did The Age of Madness come to be in, in terms of books being written? Okay, so we need – so the whole concept behind Cretherian Gamut and the nanocytes and the things that were going on, I needed them to have an evolution, and we needed to uh, move it forward, but I felt that the way to accomplish it was through a cataclysmic event. It just so happened to be that at that time – zombies and and that type of stuff was kind of a big thing and it felt like that really kind of fit you know that that people mentally nanocytes obviously are used to great extent to support humanity now we had a bad thing happen and so we had to get through this period and i wanted to change earth over to a much more fantasy setting to where you know somehow humanity got changed they got changed into the equivalent of dwarfs or the equivalent of orcs well, how would that happen? And the answer is, well, nanocytes can create. Well, they can destroy as well. And so through the Age of Madness is that horrible time in the middle when humanity is under the auspices, ausp, ausp, that really large word right there, a type. I don't talk. <laughs> so anyway, so it's under that situation. And then, you know, what did they have to do? What did they have to go through before they came out into the Age of Magic? There you go, Mister. You're 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 muted. I am muted. <laughs> I am muted. So, uh, Grace, can you scroll down a little bit? And so you see the first book in the Birth of Magic series, written by uh, Nat and Michael, and you see a blank spot below that. That means there are going to be more. And yeah. uh, so you can you can message Nat directly on Facebook and ask her when <laughs> that book is coming. But but this series was. One of the goals of this series was to connect the age of magic, age of magic to the age of madness, and that's yeah. a complicated process that uh, that Nat's been going through. And these books are complicated mm-hmm. to write, um, so that's it. Really takes a, a person process. keenly aware of the timeline and the problem <laughs> yeah. in order exactly. to be able to produce a series that will tie up everything. Please save me. Five steps back. <laughs> okay. Five steps All right. Back. So Grace, can you scroll down a little bit more? And then we see, so, you know, we've, we've got all the other Age of Madness books there. Damn. And then we see that last blank spot that is yes. the final bridge to the Age of Magic. And then that's the Age of Madness completely closed off then. Okay. So this will be it complete. So the next thing that we take a look at will be the Age of Magic. And Jeff did some amazing – this is, once again, Jeff Brown, the artist who you know has done so many good things inside of Cretheria and Gambit and created these logos, this Age of Magic logo you see at the top. So the first series in the Age of Magic was The Rise of Magic from uh, C.M. Raymond, Ellie Borbont, and, and Michael. Um, that series, you see the first four books, and then other series started popping up in the Age of Magic, which became a very popular age inside the Cretharian universe. And you see just a a lot of books in here. 
It was kind of interesting. If you on uh, something that many people might not know, but the rise of magic. If you look at the um, the it's not actor actor model, <laughs> the model. Look at her shirt and her vest. Those were actually crafted for this series. The lady oh. who did these sewed them, made them. And so that I always found that to be pretty special. Yeah. And one of the coolest things that we just kind of got out of the blue was the model for this series. Um, she had asked if we could send her copies of the books, and then she sent the print books and she sent pictures images of her she's a beautiful young woman on a bench or in different settings with the books and those were those were just fantastic so that was it was really cool to see uh, a, a character from a book and from a book cover come to life as a real person and yeah. start here's here's the book that i that i did she's european so she's in europe but i think those pictures were taken i want to say in washington yes the she, state, she was in the united city. states for a period of time and uh, so we rushed the books out to her not so that she could take pictures with them but so that they would be easier to ship <laughs> and is there more below okay so there is more below there all right yeah so many good things that are going on soraya chronicles brand new release i see that already books one and two are on here yes i already kept this is yeah so that is a brand new series in the age of magic um you you see the uh, it is missing book three of akio as you know just here it comes book four releases next week i didn't want to tie up jeff's time or grace's time two weeks in a row (laughs) no i think um, next week Yeah. Now, Steve, whenever you finish one of these books, if you're on the Kindle Unlimited and you go all the way to the last page and you, you, you read the author notes, you engage with them, you let them soak, soak in and really help. You just, life. you're completely bonded with the author. Yes, you are completely bonded. But when you get to the end, won't Kindle Unlimited automatically pop up if you have a new book in that series? Yes. If there is, if Amazon has the series linked, and Amazon occasionally will just unlink things for no good reason. But if the series is linked as a series, at when you get to the end, it'll say the next book in the series is in the case of um, uh, the Dark Mage on the on the far right. If you finish the third book, you would you would get something that said uh, next book in the series is Magic Unbound. Do you want to see it at Amazon? You can click yes. And go to Amazon and grab your copy and just continue reading. It's it's a fabulous, <laughs> fabulous thing. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. It's almost All like right. any little sound effects. Like I just a, add them uh, myself. Yeah. Uh, that was well done. Thank the, you. The, the only sound effects I'm adding are uh, roof construction sound effects uh, from the roof. All right. They so very realistic. Grace, can you can you flip back? Sure. For those that don't know, every once in a while, I keep trying to see if I can get Steve to do a spit take or something. <laughs> Drink that coffee, Mr. Campbell. <laughs> yeah, there's no, there is no, there is no coffee here. And the last thing on the list here is Cretarian Gambit Checkmate. Um, is there a, I don't want to put anyone on the spot here, but is there um, a time range for this? 2021? <laughs> okay, so next, sometime next year. For those Most of likely, you yes. <laughs> who might be anxiously awaiting this. So this is, this is it's absolutely fantastic. Grace, can you scroll all the way up the top again so we can see the menu of the, of the, of the webpage? I like how young 
Bethany Ann looks in this first picture. I'm like, I never really see her young, but it kind of captured and she looks a little bit younger here. She, I, uh, hmm. Yeah, so you can see if you go to the LMBPN website, on the far right of the menu is the timeline. And so it's, it's easily accessible, and this is the place to go. We will be keeping this up to date. Kelly is going to commit on the air right now that this will always be kept up to date. <laughs> right, Kelly? <laughs> Kelly laughed. I don't know where she went. <laughs> All right. Grace is going to commit that this will always be. <laughs> okay. Well, this, this is where we ended up. It, 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 will be, it, will, it will be updated once a month at least with everything that's yes. new. All right. Yes, yes. So we step it, forward. It, it will not It will not be updated forward. the moment a book is released. But we, we we'll all have the laugh that while we were working on this, I had I went in and went, there's gonna be a delay in this because I'm having my appendix removed. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not working on this for a little while. <laughs> that was just crazy. Man, just not willing to go there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we're just, we're gonna just let that die there and uh, and wrap this up. Uh, I just I want to thank all of you ladies for the work that was involved in this. Uh, and I'm sorry Jeff couldn't be here because Jeff put a lot of work into this as well. But this has been a group project, and it's so complex as I'm sure you can see that it couldn't be done by anything less than a, a group of really committed people. And uh, you know, we just want to really thank you guys or you ladies for all the all the work that you've done on this timeline. You better make the it fans, ladies. Thank you. <laughs> all right. So that is it for this episode of Behind the Fiction. We thank you for listening and we will be back in your ear again soon. Goodbye, all. Hello. Hey. Bye. Bye. Okay, so we finished the podcast, and all of a sudden, Kelly spot or had seen something during the podcast and was able to ret- keep herself held back. And, uh, and, and as soon as we stopped recording, she's like, go ahead, Kelly. We have new, new Dawn covers, and we also have new Caitlin covers. I promise we'll get them updated in the next week. As soon as I can get a hold of Jess to get the covers on and get them corrected so they will match what you are looking at on the timeline as to what you are seeing on Amazon so you're not sitting there scratching your head going, what? <laughs> you don't want that. And Any, that is a perfect think- example of, of Kelly not taking one step back. <laughs> so she learned nothing. <laughs> but she kept it clean. She kept it she very yes. clean. She didn't actually say it that way. It was a little no. more colorful than that. But uh, for <laughs> for podcasting audience, uh, we kept it we kept it quiet. And that you noticed something as well. Yeah, it was the Caitlin covers that Kelly just mentioned. Okay. Um, Dan's just had them recolored, and they're looking fantastic. So same covers, they're just beautifully jazzed up. Okay, so as you can see, this is an ongoing project, (laughs) and you you can get a sense of the complexity of keeping all this up. It's not just keeping the new books up there. It's updating the covers when we recover things, which we do fairly often. (laughs) All right, this is officially it. Michael, do you want to say goodbye and thank people for watching? 
you know, thank you so much for everyone for both supporting LMBPN, supporting all of the people that are behind it, trying to give you the stories that uh, we hope you enjoy and you care to read again. Bye. <laughs>